This is Essie Jane and Patrick Glenn. And you're listening to Andras Jones on Radio, Radio 8-Ball. 8-Ball. Welcome to Radio 8-Ball. Give us a shake. We're here on Feral Tempting Fate. Putting questions to the songs which we will randomly select you with the help of our friends. Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions. I'm your host, Andras Jones. We're here in the studio with Vivian Cook. It's good to be back here. And for seven questions, seven musical divinations, she has provided the oracle fodder for our uh, engagements with the pop oracle. And as is the uh, standard on Radio 8 Ball... You don't like the word we- custom? I like that. As is the custom. I like that better. As is the custom on Radio 8 Ball, every show ends with the question from the artist. It's a little bit of musical roulette. We have gone through seven of the eight songs. We know what the last song, so we know what the last answer is going to be, but we don't know what the last question is going to be yet. Although you know what it is, Vivian, but the audience doesn't know. So what is the last song on the board? Train Conversations. Train Conversations, which is one of the songs on your... On my album that you can listen to and purchase. Available from Omnivore Records. <laughs> and uh, produced by R. Walt Vincent. And yeah. so that is going to be the answer to the question from Vivian, oh, which she gave like me before the show. I feel like I wrote I didn't understand. Can love grow or do you need butterflies? <laughs> I should have written it in. Let's do it. Long play. <laughs> All right. Oh. Met a boy named Jesus on a train to San Francisco. He told me about a sister and he taught me how to whistle. I said, Jesus, I don't understand how I could live according to your plan. He said you could always change your name or all the dice all the same. But a boy named Robert E. Lee who spoke in rhyme in three-part harmony. I did not yet understand that a loving man has callous hands. Told me about all his trials The whole time he couldn't help but smile If he loved something Let it go if it comes back Well then now you know I've been riding From station to station Yeah, I've been riding In search of train conversation Train conversation But a girl named Mercury Who moved like art and danced like steam She had the kind of vibes Make strong men turn to compromise She took me 
singing to her bed and there she turned on my thoughts to red. I used to think in twos and threes, the red's the only color for me. Met a boy named Lucifer, thought, God, you mommy must have hated her. He said, baby, will you ever forget the day that you and I first met? Pour me a shot of four and that's how I came to see the score. He had been her favorite son, her morning star shining one. And I've been riding from station to station. Yeah, I've been riding in search of train conversations. Train conversation. Met a girl named Blythe who was head over heels with life. She practiced climbing trees and did her business on her knees. She ran until she couldn't breathe, and that's how she lived life. There's one thing found to be true It's that you can't get back You don't do No, you can't get back Well, you don't do But I keep on riding Oh, in search of you Yeah, you got me Strange altercations And that was mm-hmm. Train Conversations from Vivian Cook. The answer to her own okay. questions, can mm-hmm. love grow or <laughs> do you need butterflies? Mm-hmm. Vivian, um, well... First of all, what do you? Th- I mean, you know the question. You I know do the know answer. The I know. What the- do you? And could, actually, first of all, can you give us a little bit of background on where the question comes from? Where the question comes Are from? Are you currently in a relationship or wanting I, like, well, in a something? Oh, I love the internet because um, everybody can find everything. So okay, Re- um, I've only been in one relationship ever, um, and right now I'm seeing somebody who. Um, I don't really have like a crush on, but the more I get to know them, the more I like them. And at the same, I'm 26. It took me a while to remember how old I am. And um, my bassist, who's probably gonna listen to this, uh, but she just she just had a huge crush on this guy that um, it seemed fairly clear to me as an outsider wasn't gonna be the person that she ended up with. And they had like a really intense thing for three weeks, and then we and then um. The four of us, me, my bassist, and our two um, gentlemen callers, all went to a bar recently. We all had the same fight walking back to our respective homes, which is like one of them was like, ah, like what? I, I basically me and the this other guy were like, I don't have butterflies, you know, like mm-hmm. I really like you, but I don't have that like whatever that butterfly feeling is. Um, but at the same time, like 
I am growing up <laughs> and I'm trying like the people that I have crushes on are not always awesome. You know, like I like I like I'm an artist. I like showy um artistic people. And this guy is like a like a very grounded, reasonable. So basically I was like, "Ah, butterflies like if like would you want to be in a relationship if I never wanted to be your girlfriend?" You know, like I've like and he was like, "I just feel like you're thinking too much." <laughs> and like we don't really know each other yet, you know? Like it's been a month, you can't like mm-hmm. it seems like as long as we're both enjoying hanging out, we should continue to hang out. And I was like, "All right, like that's a totally rational response." <laughs> so with that with that in mind, now that we have that as a context, uh, yeah. what is your interpretation of the song? Yeah, as I answer. think it actually is saying you should see it out. I don't know, like I I think on a personal level, I want to think, like, I think as artists, like, we want to feel like we're writing our own stories. And, like, you know, you want to, like, walk into a room and see that person and be like, that's the person for me. But, like, love is irrational. You know, like, you fall in love with people who are bad for you all the time. Like, lots of people that happens, too. Um, And, you know, like, arranged marriages have a higher chance of working, you know, like... Hey, I'm all, I'm all about you know this synchronicity. We I believe that if you ran like you might if you just got randomly randomly you can make selected with someone, you probably would be. There's a good chance that that would work. Yeah, and I, I trust synchronicity. Yeah, so. and I think like um I like we know so I was just reading about Sir Michelle Geller and Freddie Prince Jr. You know, like they were friends for two years before they ever started. You know, like there, there are lots of stories also of love growing. I was talking to my friend who's engaged right now, and she was like, I was kind of eh, I was on the fence. For nine months to a year, and now I love him, and I just lied. It was a friend of a friend. I'm realizing because my yeah. friend, you know, when you lie about yeah. stories for convenience, but then you know people are going to hear it, so now I'm clarifying. Yeah. So, uh, well, there was, I mean, there's a whole bunch of different archetypes yeah. that, you, that you sing about in the song, as Jesus and Lucifer <laughs> and Robert E. Lee and Mercury and then Blaith. Yeah. Blaith. <laughs> And, uh, and so, Black uh, spirit. <laughs> and so, uh, the, I guess I just thought that like, we contain multitudes mm-hmm. and the idea that maybe like in the process of getting to know someone, you maybe you haven't met, you haven't met their Luc- Lucifer yet. You know, you're there's, you know, you haven't met their, I mean, these aren't always, they're not, these aren't. I don't know, like they're my favorite archetypes, Robert E. Lee. I don't know who Blythe is, <laughs> uh, Jesus and Lucifer. And, you know, I mean, I Classics. wish I wish it was balanced with like someone to like balance Robert E. Lee. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Jesus. So my whole thing about Robert E. Lee to me is somebody who like um, loved and lost. Oh, that was that was um, to, I don't know, in my writer's brain. Yeah. It was like somebody, like I think uh, it symbolizes like loving something that's clearly wrong. I guess to me, not to, but you know, it's loving the losing side. Um, right. Even in spite of that, all that. I don't know. Well. Uh... I don't know. Also, I think it is very relevant now, but like people are still hanging Confederate flags. Like obviously people have not given up on that lost love. You yeah. You know, like. And you want a balance to that. My balance to that is uh, 
I don't know. All the Maybe Blythe is like Blythe, the ba- is yeah, like Blythe so. Spirits, and I imagine that when you say also, that, also Lucifer, I was trying to get at, is not negative. Lucifer was a fallen angel, right? I'm just he's he yeah, he balances. Like if you're going to talk about Jesus and Lucifer, they sort of are the are a yin yeah, and yang. Yeah, they're balances. Thing. So then you want one to Robert E. Lee. No, but it maybe Bl- <laughs> Bl- oh yeah, Mercury per- per- potentially. I mean, I was thinking so you there. Yeah. Blythe, she's on her knees, yeah, like you had in whatever this this thing of like, and because you well, were she's my prostitute in this. One. Oh, is she? I because I had a, a so funny because when it says that she learns from tea, trees and works I on her knees, I oh, thought yeah. she was oh, like a yeah, gardener. Yeah. I don't. And this is the other thing that sucks about explaining songs is like I do want it, the song to be open is, to yeah, be anything. Yeah, the song. I this was. I, I explained this this specific song to one of my friends once, and like I just watched her face drop, and I was like, "I'm never going to explain a song to anybody ever again." I know we talk about that a lot on the show <laughs> because I, I'm actually not really asking people to explain, explain their the song. songs. It's where it came from. Yeah, yeah. I want to just like the sense of the inspiration. And... Yeah, I think it was grappling with these um, eternal concepts, and yeah, like the many sides of love, how we represent that. If it was me, and this was my question, I would say. Well, let's take a train trip. Oh, take a whoa. long train trip. You'll get to meet the different archetypes of this person. The other side was like going station to station could just be serial dating, but I didn't think of it like that because I was okay. So actually, what this song is? Oh man, I, was, I got two oh, yeah. Counting Crow songs. This song is also based off of a Counting Crows lyric. This the these in raining in Baltimore. He says these train conversations are passing me by. And I was, I was, it's about all these misconnections. It's about not talking to the person on the train, which is um, a thing I do for better or worse. I talk to a lot of strangers. <laughs> um, and I definitely talk to people on trains. The, Jesus is real. That guy is, I live in the mission. That's a real person. Mm-hmm. The rest of them are, uh, some of them are based on real people. Some are not. Well, you know, you know what, uh, you know what Cannon Crow's most famous song was? Mr. Jones. <laughs> Very is a big fan of big, big fan of well, big. Who's I'm always worried about like yeah, I don't know. That's like a dirty word, but um, I feel like counting crows can sometimes be a dirty word. People don't listen to them, you know. If Eh, it's like anything, if you listen to people are judgmental. Blah blah blah. Who cares? People are so judging. So I should take a train. Yeah, I'll think about it. I thought about that. So uh, it's before expensive. the train's so expensive now, though romantic. Yeah, and the and on the West Coast they take forever. You know, I took a train from Olympia to San Francisco that was supposed to be thirteen hours, and ended up being like twenty eight hours. Ooh. It was insane. You're uh, like I should have driven. Yeah. So I, you know, you'll you'll have an adventure. You'll have an adventure. Do you know what that is? I learned. Do you know what this is? I know why that is. Yeah, because they have to share the train tracks with the industrials. Yeah. And the, the yeah. Industrials. I was so pissed when I learned that. Yeah. Yeah. On the <sighs> on the East Coast, you they actually have two different tracks. So no, I mean, but that's why I because I went to school in DC and I would always get boned going to New York, and it's because they oh same. Thing. Yeah, it's oh, that's horrible. It's annoying. Yeah, they it's, it's it's the car companies. So Vivian, as we're wrapping this up, can you tell us where listeners can find you and your music and your stuff? Yes, you can find me wherever the internet is to be found. Uh, Vivian Cook, no e c o k dot com. Vivian Cook dot com. I'm on Facebook, Instagram. You can find my record on iTunes. The Long Shot, produced by Artwell Vincent, our dear friends. Um, you can find me on Spotify, uh, Bandcamp, all those good things. Excellent. Did I miss any? 
No, I don't think you did. <laughs> and if you if you did, we'll put them all in the the yeah, liner notes of this. But I want to say thank you very much for being here thank and so doing the show. Me. I know that I took it into some really dark terrain, and you were a great sport about it. When I spoke with you earlier in the day, I would know you were a little bit like, "Oh my God, what are you doing?" <laughs> I'm just trying to think positive. Yeah, and yeah, I think we, and I just, I really appreciate what you brought to it, and. Um, May 2018 be a great year for you. To Vivian you as Cook. well, dear sir. Yeah. So until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Wave Show.